Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio Advocacy and Gospel News for the Persecuted Church. I am Tower and we are glad to join us. Today is Wednesday, the 15th day of January, 2020. And this week the scripture reading is found in Exodus chapter 1, starting at verse 1 through chapter 6, verse 1. Isaiah chapter 27, verses 6 through chapter 28, verse 13. Also chapter 29, verses 22 and 23. And the New Testament portion is Acts chapter 7, verses 17 through 29. If you would like to contact the WIBR Warren Radio, you can send us correspondence through our, net, uh, through our contact page on warren-usa.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at hashtag WatchmanIS216. Also, hashtag Warren Radio. And on LinkedIn, it's hashtag Watchman. And you can join us on USA.live or MeWe, that's M-E-W-E. Look for hashtag Warren Radio. And Warren Radio Network is available through Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talks, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, and also on Deezer. And you can find uh, Spreaker on both War the Spreaker app on both Warren-USA.com and DanaGlennSmith.com. And be sure to take time to read the pertinent articles written by the Watchmen. They reflect the day and age we're living in, and they're very important. And so please read them and pass them on to your friends and relatives. And this week, we feature Noah Found Grace, and so can you. Noah Found Grace, in these, day, these days of the end, our Lord warned to not be deceived. It is paramount to understand the last days. Yet in these last days, the Lord Jesus Christ reminded us that these days would be like unto the days of Noah. In the day of evil and judgment, God looked on Noah with favor. Today, you can find that same favor. Also read Last Day Mark of Cain. The Last Day Mark of Cain and these prophets prophetic end of days joined together in the lawless, lawlessness of today. We live in the era when this mark is clearly seen. The consequences thereof will continue until the coming of the Lord. Unless he comes, there is clear evidence that no flesh would be left alive. It is also clear today that there are those in the world who would stop at nothing to get their plans fulfilled. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. Uh, 
You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Dana, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, good. What's going on? Well, you know, of course, this is the week. I guess we should be paying attention to that. <clears throat> the House finally uh, sent the documents of uh, pseudo-impeachment and one-sidedness to the Senate. So yeah. now... Uh, you know, Pelosi and the Democrats expect justice. Well, their justice is not allowing Trump to defend himself or anything else. So, uh, well, at any rate, the Democrats, they won't be happy until they get rid of him. But uh, there's a lot more to this country than just a house full of knuckleheaded Democrats. There's a lot of people that... Uh, like the way this country's gone? Well, at any rate, that's neither here nor there. The problem of it is what? today we're not discussing America. We're discussing issues around the world. And well, some of these know, issues. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say they may have to wait till the year 2025 before they get rid of Trump. Well, you know, many of them may not even be around by then. Yeah, hopefully. Because They'll they be may get office. voted out, you know. They're it's yeah, been in the news good. how how trashy Pelosi's district has been, and she's received flack over it. And uh, I yeah. I don't understand how she can spend all her time in D.C. and try to represent the people at home without doing something about it. But then there are local California officials there. Where are they at? You know. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, at any rate, they've got a bunch of these kind of people running, you know, Bernie's at the top of the list, you know, or social, socialist leaning, you know, mm-hmm. actually, actually, he's more like Russian socialism, communism than he is, uh, you know, uh, pure uh, Chinese communism. Yeah, he's th- this guy is anything but he's been a radical all his life. You know, it's hard to get thrown out of a commune, but Bernie Sanders was thrown out of a commune for talking politics all the time and not getting out in the garden and doing something. Because in those days, if you'll remember, a lot of these communes, they grew their own food, they worked around there, and they were self-supporting. But if you're going to sit on your butt, you know, inside discussing politics and not lifting a finger, well, you need to leave. So they sent him packing and Frankly, that's what we need to do with these people. Bernie Sanders needs to go somewhere yep. else. He shouldn't be running for president. You know, if you're in this country and if you're a socialist or a communist or some of these others, go somewhere else. You know, that yep. includes that includes Muslims that uh, want to take over America and make it an Islamic uh, state. That's and right. So, you know, there's nothing but trouble ahead for America because of what we've allowed in over the years. You know, the 
the thing that we look back on when we look at what America was and what we are today. So there, there's a lot of enemies of America that would stop at nothing to destroy this nation. But up front, you know, we are going to go to something else. I'm not going to deal with politics. Uh, frankly, I, I I stopped worrying about what uh, Pelosi and the Democrats would do a long time ago. So, you know, their knuckleheadedness be on their own head. I'm leaving. So yeah. at any rate, Israeli pipeline to Cyprus and um, Greece, uh, I noticed uh, the Jerusalem Post was covering this as well. Netanyahu had been talking about it. There was a pipeline that was planned to go across the Mediterranean from Israel in their Levantine Basin. Uh, they have offshore gas reserves. Now, a long time ago, there were actually pastors and others. that There were people that were prophesying about Israel uh, hitting a deep oil uh, reserves, and that's exactly what they did. There was a number of companies, including an American company that uh, I can't remember the name of it. That, uh, I can't either. Uh, they they were involved in that, and now finally, this is actually the first time in in decades that we've actually seen Israel standing up to import uh, or export oil. So yeah. this is quite a big well, deal. And it is. You know, years ago, I even before they started doing all this in in Israel, um, I I remember the scriptures. God gave them the land that flows with milk and honey, and I couldn't understand why. You know, I always believed that there was oil and gas there from reading those scriptures. Well, you and, know, they um, they did find back in the scriptures in the Torah where it does lead to that, that there was oil underneath the ground uh, and gas reserves and stuff. So and I can't well, remember I've the scriptures that. that they were uh, they were. Uh, using at that time but uh-huh. you know to see israel actually impo- uh, export oil not to mention the fact america exporting we're a major export of oil now uh you know at the same time we've got all kinds of greenies wanting to shut off all the oil i mean does that make sense oh i know no they they're foolish i'm sorry you know, many of these they are Many of these greenies would cut their own throat just to try to save the earth. But I got news for you. Save your knife. Don't do that because what we're talking <laughs> about destroying the earth, it's going to be destroyed by fire. It's going to come close to that when there's global war. And on top of that, there will be those that will plot to destroy the earth. In addition to that, yeah. Isaiah says the curse has has uh, uh, covered the earth. So, um you know, there's a lot of issues here, and it's not global warming. It's called sin. But, see, people don't want to talk about that. So, you know, go ahead along your own fool's path and believe what you want to. But Because in the end, it's going to come out the way the good Lord wants it. Um, yep. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to bring this up, and it, I had uh, we had gotten our news stories ready, but another one came up. And, you know, this is so like Pakistan. You know, you and I have been talking about those that are charged with blasphemy and things in Pakistan. And uh-huh. uh, we we covered it with the Sia Bibi, as I know you well remember. But, uh, you know, it seemed like Pakistan's Supreme Court and stuff was kind of trying to undo all that and try to stop that. Yeah. Well, um, uh, 
International Christian Concern covered this. Uh, they reported just today that uh, um, radical Muslims uh, got a hold of. See, there's this 40-year-old guy in Pakistan by the name of Shahbaz Masai, and he's well-known in the community. And, of course, that can make it bad for you. Uh, and they beat him up. And as they were dragging him around, beating him up and everything, his friend, which was a Muslim, came to his rescue. And uh, he made known his friendship with him. And uh, as a result of this, these Muslims conspired. And they went, of course, uh, to the law. And they made the case that uh, these two had uh, burned the pages of the Quran. And, of course, they were charged under blasphemy, total fabrication, falsehood. And the police gave in to them because of the pressure of the extremist Muslims there. Now, this is, this is typical of these laws on blasphemy in Pakistan. We have seen this time and time and time again. And for anybody, and, and this comes out, too, as several a number of Republican governors opened up and said they'd be willing to take Muslims into their state. Well, the problem you have with Muslims, their Islam, Sharia law, is part of it. And it's a political system, not just a religious system. And there, it has never been fully incorporated into any society. They always stay to themselves. They do not incorporate. And uh, they become under themselves a separate state within a state until they get to the place that they can overthrow it. This is exactly what happened in many nations. This is what the cries of the Assyrians and the Chaldeans were when ISIS was going through because they had received Muslims in their own country and took care of them out of mercy and love, and they ended up getting thrown out, some of them killed, murdered, and raped. So make no mistake about it. You know, we have a lot of Muslims here one day. It may not be today, but they are going to rise up. They always do. That's the history. And if you name me one place where they were that they're not going to rise up, I'll tell you where that is right now. And that's in China, where they're in the Uyghur camp. And they're being surrounded by Chinese. And there's it's one of the largest concentration camps. But that's the way China controls its religious uh, uh people uh christians they just throw them in prison and uh, tear down their churches the muslims they throw a fence around them let them live within it and uh, try to retrain them so this is how china does it the rest of them don't put up with it north korea don't put up with it uh russia doesn't put up with it at all even from the christians of course uh, in America, we have freedom of religion, and, and many times these groups use our own laws against us in order to facilitate, facilitate what they're planning on doing. So make no mistake. Make no mistake. You know, if there was ever major trouble in America, these Muslims would rise up and add to the chaos, and they would fight for a piece of this country. So you can yes, bank on that as if that's the law of God, because that's exactly what they'll do. Uh, their God tells them to fight, tells them to kill the unbeliever, and they're living in a pagan nation. And when you look at America and you look at the abortions and what we are like, no wonder they think we're pagans in America. Yeah. So at any rate, you know, uh, I 
I hated to see that coming out of Pakistan, but it doesn't surprise oh, me. Man. Yeah, that's horrible. Well, it is, you know, especially when you think of, you know, a Sia Bibi who we um, really uh, covered quite a bit there. Yeah, they've, uh, these two men have the HRFP, the Human Rights Focus for Pakistan. They're supporting them legally, and they're also committed to repealing blasphemy laws as well as protecting and advocating for the religious rights of minorities. That's good. Well, you know, when we're talking about that whole area over, there's a lot of problems. And, uh, you know, Iran's cracking down on Christians. You know, in a recent story, they destroyed the the grave of a Christian that had been executed for apostasy because he had became a Christian. He was a Muslim. And uh, he was he was buried after his execution in the in 1990, and they finally uh, destroyed it. He had converted to Christianity in 1979 during the revolution. He was active in ministry. He actually uh, led the Assemblies of God Church there. Then he was arrested. Wow! So this guy had had the grave there and they finally destroyed it. Well see they don't want any any remnants of anything like that. And uh another thing I thought was really neat in Sudan, they've tried to change what was going on over in Sudan. Uh you know, and uh, Al Bashar is who was uh um the one in charge there and he had been persecuting Christians and other religious minorities. And so um, Al-Bashar was overthrown in April. And so the the Sudanese Christians wanted to celebrate uh, Jesus' birth, and they wanted to hold a march. So they, they were given actually the okay to have a march for Jesus' uh, holiday uh, tradition, uh, and they marched around praising God and singing and chanting. I mean, can you imagine how happy these people would have been? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we we take a lot of this for granted here. We do. You know, and so uh, the the U.S. because of what these guys have done over there in Sudan. They issued an ambassador for the first time in 23 years to the Sudan. Wow. And, That's amazing. you know, 1990, um, 1998, um, I woke one time, uh, one, it was early in the morning, and the Lord spoke to me about pray for Sudan and focus on Sudan. And I focused on Sudan for over two decades. And now we're seeing this change. But it it was over two decades ago, the Lord told me to focus on Sudan. And uh, I just, uh, it it just thrills my heart to think about these people just uh, holding a little march, you know, and just, you know, out in the middle of the Sudan, you know, there's desert, nothing out there, you know, and just praising God and going down the road. <laughs> I know, that's pretty exciting. 
Yeah, it is. I, I rejoice with them. It says to rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. So praise the Lord for that. Yeah. Amen. You know, in another another country that uh, really we have covered a lot is Nigeria. All the time, every week, it seems and, like. And the thing that made the headlines in the last uh, week or so has been the beheading of 10 Christians. Um and then they were shot, uh, I guess, 10 Christians and shot an 11th, oh, an 11th one in the latest display of unchecked terror. Um, now, that of is course, so horrible that they get away with that. Now, you know, Open Door is reported on that. And uh, they said that Nigeria had the most faith-related killings year after year. And uh, you and I have talked about Nigeria a lot, but Nigeria was the very place that Reinhard Bonnke took up and, and really preached a lot of the gospel. And when he left, you know, this old earth, his replacement was doing the same thing in Nigeria. And uh, I, I forget the number that they said of how many people came to the Lord in Nigeria through the preaching over there for all those years. And he was around all of Africa and other places, but uh, he specifically went into Nigeria. And, uh, you know, the thing of it is, is Nigeria is so hard hit with persecution now today with the Fulani and... Uh, and Boko Haram. But remember, it was a number of years ago when Jonathan Goodluck Johnson, who happened to be a Christian, actually got elected as president in Nigeria. And then he was yeah. defeated by a Muslim guy, um, Buhari, who has uh, been elected twice. He's a Fulani, and he hasn't been able to rule in or hasn't been willing to rule, uh, to bring in, you know, with strain his own people, the Fulani, uh, these groups who are going around uh, murdering Christian farmers. Uh, and so there's been hundreds murdered this way. And so Nigeria continues this con- incredible uh display of murder and violence in spite of the fact that Bonke and others have been trying to have been evangelizing it, many people accepting the Lord. So um, it's just beyond me why these people, and remember uh, Leah Sherabu is, is still held captive there. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, when we when we talk about it, I hate to see this with Nigeria. And, of course, we're getting more reports out of Kenya as well. And, of course, when you look at all of Africa, they've got a lot of unrest. I actually oh, I look see. at this. I actually look at this as uh, this unrest and all this stuff. You know, as the devil trying to take his territory back. Yeah. 
It could very well be, you know, there could be a lot of Christians growing older that got saved and there's kids and, and uh, he's trying to take his territory back. So, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, remember this is uh, principalities and powers. And uh, one of our things we're talking about is faith and demonic strongholds. And uh, this is a spiritual battle. Anytime you think it's not, yeah, we have a lot of wars uh, the bad guys are killed and they die, but the battle, my friends, is in the spirit realm. And uh, even in America, it's a battle spiritually, and you need to be praying. You need to be binding these spirits. And uh, the, there's uh, there's some things you can't yeah, bind. Yeah. You you can't bind anything that's not in the will of God. You know it. The Lord has called the end from the beginning, and these are times of perilous times. You can't bind the times themselves, but you can bind these spirits that are attacking these people. You can cast out the demons that are in these people, but there are certain things you have to work within the confines of Scripture. But uh, many times Christians don't even do that, and uh, I'm here to tell you that this is a spiritual battle. And, uh, you know, Tower, you and I found that out over the years, time and time again. Oh, and I'm man. talking, I'm talking immediately, you know, and, uh, um, I remember, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, binding it or you binding something and right away we, we get the answer. And, yeah, uh, but that doesn't happen all the time, but. But yes, it does. You know, people don't understand that. You know, I mean, when we talk about faith and demonic strongholds and the power that Christ gave us, you know, even the simplest Christian can resist the devil. The Bible says resist the devil and he'll flee from you. That is a form uh, of this um, spiritual warfare. When the devil comes up, resist him. That's spiritual warfare. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I bind you in Jesus' name. Or in Jesus' name, I bind you. In Jesus' name, I rebuke you. You, you know, I always uh, pray. One time I was reading the Bible and this scripture stuck out. It was Christ talking about how he had, I think after he had been crucified, he had power in heaven he had all power in heaven and on earth. So when I pray, I just bind Satan and the spirit of darkness in the name of Yeshua Hamashiach, Jesus Christ, our Lord, the son of the living God who holds all power in heaven and on earth. And that there you're speaking the authority of the Lord and Satan doesn't yeah. have a chance. That's right. You know, and speaking of strongholds, um, You know, it's interesting to note Stephen Strang was interviewed on CBN and they ran a story on it. Stephen Strang kind of has uh, some ties to us. Uh, I know of him, but his dad was uh, was a teacher at my Bible college that I went to and graduated and uh, um I'll always remember Brother String, as we used to call him. It was a Pentecostal, full gospel assemblies of God uh, one. And uh, 
and he taught there. And of course, his son was coming up too, Stephen Strang. This is I'm way before he was Charisma, um, but uh, magazine, yeah, yeah, media, Charisma media. But uh, they were talking about this because, uh, as they said on CBN, since the day Donald Trump has sworn into office, the partisan divide in America has grown deeper and deeper and more contentious. And, of course, that's because there's light and darkness here involved as, as well as a number of other powers. The chaplain to the House, I remember when this occurred, and they made mention of this, Sir Reverend Patrick Con- Conroy. This was after a particularly contentious time. He prayed. Um, he was the chaplain to the House of Representatives. He prayed to cast out demonic spirits from the House chamber. And, of course, everybody was talking about it. And, uh, you know, he he said, he, I now cast out all spirits of darkness from this chamber. Spirits that are not from you, and I you remember know, that. Yeah, so do I. You know, and I was surprised to see it, and I was glad to to hear that he did that. You know, I yeah. wouldn't have been surprised if Pelosi uh, and uh, Shift would have disappeared, among others. There's a few <laughs> others that would have. I cast out all of you, uh, <laughs> and they all disappear. <laughs> Where did these people go? Well, he cast them out. They they had to leave, you know. Oh, wouldn't that be wouldn't that be something? I'll tell you, the Republicans would be laughing for that. I'll tell you, but it's not funny. This is not a, a laughing matter. That's right. But uh, you know, Strang quoted Ephesians six twelve in an interview with Gordon Robinson that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And, uh, you know, this this is very uh, critical, you know, because there's been a a number of people, including Paula White Kane, who happens to be close to the president. And uh, she prayed against demonic networks. And, of course, uh, the the media (laughs) said that she was calling the networks demonic. She was using the terminology, but... You know, yeah, we're casting you out. You know, there's a few of you behind that microphone. We want to cast you out. You know, Lord, cast MSNBC over into somewhere else, you know. No, that wasn't what she was saying. She was binding the spirits behind all of what's going on. Because this is what it is. It's a spiritual warfare. But see, when you're dealing with a nation that's divided, you see, on the one side, we want God to bless America. We want to have a, a nation built upon the word of God and the Lord God himself. But it's hard to do today because our nation has changed so much. And while you're trying to pray for this country and you want God to hold off on judgment, you at the same time, you see, especially during Trump's thing, we see many states now that are pushing late-term abortions led by liberal governors and legislatures. And so they want to make a state law where they are able to uh, have abortions clear up to birth. And so while and even Planned Parenthood, you know, said this was one of the best years for them to kill babies. I mean, you can't be killing babies. This is blood guilt. This is the slaughter of innocence and expect the hand of God to bless you. And I'll take uh, uh, I'll take indifference to any pastor or anybody of any other faith that think you can kill innocent people and thank God to bless you. 
And that's just all there is to it, uh, you know. And sometimes I think, you know, we need a little bit of uh, the prophet Samuel or Elijah yeah. and Elisha. Uh, and uh, we need some of these people to take on these prophets of Baal and cast them the hell out of here. Because we need to make a difference because what is wrong is wrong and what is right is right. And see, we think under the guise of freedom of everything here in America, there's no such thing as sin. But I got news for you. No matter what you may think, God will hold the nations accountable, including America, for their sins. He will hold every legislator, every governor, every politician, every uh, police officer, every citizen, every non-citizen, every person, no matter what color and sex, in this country and around the world, accountable for their sins. Period. That's right. And, of course, Strang did say things have to get pretty bad before people wake up. And he said, and things are pretty bad. And a lot of people have woken up or in the process of waking up, but not everyone. And he says, I hope we don't wait till we get a socialist government or whatever or until we get into a war with China to wake up and understand. And there's a lot of truth in this because... Uh, you know, eventually in the end of days, there is going to be these wars. There's going to be those when the Lord comes back and says he'll destroy those who have destroyed the earth. This is going to happen eventually, one day. But the thing of it is, in America, we are not socialists yet. But yet on the Democratic platform, we got socialists and others who want to fundamentally change everything about America. And they want to open up the floodgate, allow anybody in without any repercussions at all. They want to give them free health care. Matter of fact, that's what Bernie Sanders came out to say to say the other night or so. He was wanting to raise taxes on everybody with an income of $27,000 and above so he could pay for free health care for all illegal aliens that come in here. So this is the government that you're at. It's not that we don't want uh, aliens illegal aliens or immigrants, but you have to come in the right way, like our grandparents that's and our right. forefathers did. And that's why we had Ellis Island. That's why a lot of them came over and they lived here and they worked and they worked hard. They didn't get, it's not something for nothing. Anytime you cheapen it and make it something for nothing, people don't appreciate it. But see now, that's right. You have entire strongholds of people like the Muslims up in Michigan and other places who have sent representatives into the House, and these people openly embrace uh, those who are anti-Christ, those who are opposite of America's theology, those who hate Israel. They stand up there, and they're anti-Semite. They, they hate Israel. They hate a lot of things, and uh, they're vile the in what they do. That's right. And they were talking against Christians. And uh, there was AOC, Ili, and Omar, and the rest of their gang. And then, of course, you have Maxine Waters, who acts like she's possessed of a demon every time she gets excited. She's nuttier than fruitcake. That woman needs to calm down a little bit before she has a heart attack. But uh, I guess if she survived this long, she'll continue to go. But you know, the bottom line of it is, is that America, we have a lot of problems. Yeah, you got that right. 
Now, while while we're talking about this thing, and I uh, touched on it, there was a film, and uh, you can find this. It's, um, and uh, it's an organization called Created Equal. It has exposed violent responses to pro-life activism and has released a video that links abortion to Satanism. Well, a lot of people hate that when they talk about it, but I'll tell you one even further, that actually the spilling of innocent blood, killing babies in the womb or without the womb, is simply shedding of innocent blood. It's known as blood guilt, and there and it will stain the land. It will bring a curse upon the land, uh, the nation, upon those who do it. You will find more blood will be shed. There will be a curse, and it will bring in worse things than you can imagine. Now, this is what's been going on for a long time. Killing innocent babies is not the answer. And for the women who get excited and say, I have a right, it's my body. Yeah, it's your body, but it's not your baby, dear. And those eggs weren't yours anyway. They were put there by the Lord God Almighty. And you were a spirit, and all spirits belong to the Father of spirits, and he will do with your spirit as he deems according to his holiness. That's why you need to repent and understand that it's not your right to kill innocent babies in the womb. And this, too, is a spiritual battle. And it's also spiritual repercussions because of the blood guiltiness, not only on the person that has it, but upon the country and upon the justice in the country and upon everything around it. And this is exactly where we're at today. And... uh, but at any rate, this particular, I haven't seen this f- film, but uh, you can go on over to that particular one if you want to see it. You, you'll have to, I don't have the link here, but uh, World Net Daily ran this thing. Uh, it's called Created Equal. Uh, the, the video is on YouTube, Abortion, A Doctrine of Demons. Uh, you may not even even want to uh, deal with this. But uh, when we teach, uh, when I've taught on Halloween, I've talked about the fact of sacrifices and one of the perfect sacrifices unto the devil. Uh, and this this comes from high Satanists themselves, and that is to get a baby uh, and uh, kill the baby over an altar unto Satan. And uh, th- there's a lot of things, but, uh, you know, dismembering young humans through abortion um celebrates violence yeah and of course this is these are the words of of, uh you know on the group and uh so um this is not my video but uh i've been warning about the blood guilt on it they just take it directly into this and and it is uh horrifying and that also is again a spiritual battle and uh, I'll tell you who takes up this mantle, and that is the ACLG, the American Center for Law and Justice, and uh, yeah. uh, Jay Seculo. They've been fighting, uh, uh, and they've won a lot of battles against uh, Planned Parenthood, but Planned Parenthood gets millions of dollars from from millionaires and others who want to support them. So there are billionaires who will give lots of money to keep abortion live and active in this country, unfortunately. 
So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. So at any rate, when we're talking about demonic strongholds, um, you don't have to just sit there. You can you can fight back. It is a spiritual battle. So, I, yeah. And declare the power of Jesus Christ to yeah. to Satan and the powers of darkness to stop interfering in your prayers. So at any rate, Tower is up next. She's got something that she's going to cover. Are you ready? Here, here we are back in Nigeria. Yep. And this this is comes to us from CBN. Um, heavily armed Boko Haram militants stormed a village. Are they? Um, well, they brought in a convoy of vehicles into a village and started opening fire on the community, causing many people to flee in the bush. There was confusion as a military jet circled overhead, causing many of the fighters to hide in houses. And this attack comes a week after Boko Haram besieged a Christian village in Borno State near Chibok. And the Christmas Eve attack claimed the lives of seven people. And um, in 2014, Boko Haram, which was teamed up with Islamic State in recent years, overran um, this village in a bid to extend its caliphate in Nigeria. They killed um, the military, immediately hit back, killing Islamic fighters. 50 of them during that raid. And so um, when they went into this village the other day, they kidnapped a Nigerian pastor. And he is a, his name is Pastor Lawan Adamini, Adamai. And he's a senior member of the Christian Association of Nigeria. It's CAN for short. And he was seized during that raid and um, opened doors, who is a watchdog for religious persecution, said Boko Haram released a video of Pastor Adam and me shortly after he was kidnapped calling on the government to secure his release and in the in the video you can hear the pastor urging his family not to sorrow for him since God's will must be respected and he said by the grace of God I will be together with my wife and children and colleagues he added don't cry don't worry but thank God for everything so I don't know what his state is. We we haven't had an update. Pray for Pastor Lawan and and my I'm sure I'm slaughtering that name, but Lawan. Remember Lawan, Pastor Lawan. Pray for him that he will get out. That that he can that the his light would the Lord's light would shine so brightly in there that these people will come to the Lord. 
Well, you know, the issue here for Americans, and this reminds me of Wang Yi. That's why um, when we cover stuff like this, Wang Yi, of course, gave a statement, a one-page-or-so statement addressing it to the communist government of China. And this is one of the reasons the communists gave him a closed-door um you know, hung jury type thing where he was automatically guilty uh, who wanted yeah. to hang him, you know. So he got he got nine years without a trial, really, and nobody to defend himself. And he and he was determined, no matter what they did, that he was going to keep the faith and he was not going to bow or bend to what the Chinese would do. Now you find this guy. Now these people are overseas. They don't know one another. But the same spirit of Christ, you know, is within both of these men. Two different races, two different um, countries, but the same spirit, the same creed. So he says, don't cry, don't worry, but thank God for everything. He says, by the grace of God, I'll be together with my wife, children, and colleagues and don't sorrow because God's will must be respected. And so you think, well, what is God's will? Well, in America, God's will can mean prosperity, a good home, nice job, a lot of things. But uh, yeah. I don't hear I don't hear a lot of pastors in America said, well, today in America, you have to die for your faith. <laughs> you know, today in America. You know, you're going to be sent to the gas chamber. Today in America, you know, you're going to be stoned to death for your faith. You see, we've been blessed in this country. But as you fall away from the Lord and fall away from the light of Christ, First John 1, there is a light that we're to walk in. And if you don't do it, you're out of that light and you're in darkness and in curse. The farther you fall into that curse, the worse it's going to be. Yep. And so, you know, this comes under the issue tower of counting the cost, doesn't it? It sure does. And there is a cost. Yeah. And we've talked about that cost a lot, haven't we? We sure have. I mean, think of the people that you and I have covered over all these years. You know, and I've seen Pastor Brunson's name come up again in the confines of another article on Turkey that I was looking at today. Uh, he's really? in America now. He just got done with a book that he wrote, and it was doing quite well. But, you know, I mean, you go overseas and you work for 20 years, and nothing happens, and all of a sudden, at the end of the t- 20 years, they're throwing you in jail. It looks like you're going to stay there for the rest of your life. I mean, that's not good. I mean, where's no. your life? No retirement, no nothing, can't go home to see the kids and the wife. You know, you're going to be there. Then all of a sudden, you're out of there, and you're free again. You know, see, I mean, look, at it, it reminds me of Joseph, too. You know, look at how much he suffered, and, and in the end, he became the second uh, only to Pharaoh. Uh, and both of these, when, when, when we talk about the will of the Lord, it's easy to say, well, uh, you know, I'm following the will of the Lord when everything is fine. 
But when you have the valley of the shadow of death, then you know it's going to be tough. And that's why David put it in his psalm. Walking in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And surely, surely, a lot of pastors and Christians around the world are in that shadow of death at times. So lift up your brothers and sisters in Christ. Remember this is a spiritual battle and stand in there in Jesus' name. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. Yes, amen. And of course, other stuff on on the news lately concerns Iran and of course the killing of Solomon, uh, Soleimani. Um, and I really don't. Uh, the issue, uh, you know, that I deal with is Soleimani. You know, this is a guy that had blood on his hands, and he killed, and he will be get killed. If you kill with the sword, you're going to be dying with the sword. And the sword would be a gun, a rifle, or you could cut somebody's head off. Whatever it is, if you spill blood, your blood's going to be spilled. So uh, he's finding out. Yeah. He died the way he lived. Yes, you're right there. He did. And, you know, um, of course, the protesters were still going on the last time I checked in Iran. And, you know, the thing of it is, uh, the liberal media were all on the side of Iran. It's kind of funny. You know, the thing that's the funniest, though, when I was covering this, looking at this, that there was actually uh, some of the media, the Iranian media, which has to give out exactly what Iran says. They resigned. Uh They resigned really? from their posts. One said wow. that I have that I have been lying to you, and the reason is because the government's been telling her uh, what yeah. to say. And so, you know, when it came out that uh, Iran had shot down that, you know, plane. Well, they did get some people arrested, but who knows whether they really did it? Because in Iran, it's easy to find somebody to blame. To be a scapegoat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at any rate, Iran is always going to be an issue with America, with the nations, and with um, Israel itself. Persia was always a very – Persia was, was uh, you know, Cyrus was uh, the head of Persia, and he's the one that set free the Jews. He conquered Babylon, and he ordered uh, the Jews to go back to Jerusalem, build the temple, and live there, uh, rebuild Jerusalem. So Persia wasn't always this anti-Israeli. And, of course, even the yeah. Ayatollah even mentioned that a uh, number of years ago. He was talking about that very same thing. But uh, nevertheless, uh, we are in the end of days, and it is a troubling time. Well, you know, there's a lot of people protesting in Iran, and they're they're saying Iran is our enemy, not America. And um, they were um, wanting people to walk over, walk on the U.S. flag, U.S. Israeli flag. And uh, a few people did, and they were booed and said, shame on you. And some, you know, and the protesters were chanting, our enemy is Iran, not America. 
They're gonna. That's, they could be having a lot of trouble there with that government trying to. Maybe people will overthrow <clears throat> it. That's true. Well, and another one that we're going to be covering, and this will be our last story, per, pretty much. Second Timothy three one through five talks about uh, what's going to happen in the last days. Some of the some of the aspects of it. And verse 3 says, without natural affection, meaning a hard-hearted person. There's a lot of other things it says here. But Tower is going to be doing this next story. And uh, listen as she talks about this 21-year-old who what he did was on purpose. Without, you know, this is the, when we talk about without natural affection, it can cover a lot of things. And so you're hard-hearted in a lot of ways. You you don't have no mercy. You don't have no love. You don't have no human decency. You just, well, that's it. I'm going to do that. So are you ready, Tower? Well, this is really a tragic story. This uh, kid's name is Justin, and he was only, you know, he's 21 years old. And he had been thinking um, for a long time that he wanted to kill someone, wanted to know what it was like to kill somebody. And he lived in, he lived in Florida. And um, I think he must have called, I think he called dispatchers. Um, he called 911 on Thursday afternoon, just before 3 p.m., telling the dispatchers he had just intentionally hit a man with his car and killed him. And he'd been looking for someone to run over so he could see what it was like to kill. I think that's so tragic, 21 years old, to be so filled with demonic spirits that you want to do that. But um, they responded to the scene, found a 75-year-old veteran, on the side of the road, and they found um, this Justin's 2004 Red PT Cruiser about a quarter mile away, which was unoperable. Uh, He told the deputies he had intentionally hit the victim with his car and kept driving until the vehicle stopped working. He did not know the victim and was trying to understand why you know, the report, the arrest said was trying to understand why that he, he did this. And he was interviewed by the detectives and he saw the victim walking along the roadway with a walking stick. So he made a U-turn, accelerated and purposely ran into the man. And he said, while he was driving at the victim, he could see the look of fright on the victim's face. And the sheriff called this Justin this man is absolutely evil. There are some cases that make us realize there are pure evil in the world. And because of the pure evil that happened yesterday, there's a 75-year-old man who's a father, a grandfather, a Vietnam War veteran who was killed. And I guess he, this Justin had, had this on his mind for several months. Well, you know, tragic? Tower... Tower, the thing that you could do is look back at all of the games that you can play yep. online and also look at, uh, you know, a lot of the comedians who have mock killing Trump. And we yep. have a lot of violence. 
there's a lot of ways these thoughts can be planted in in a person's mind, but they come from very tar- dark, murderous spirits. And if you don't know how to rebuke these things, uh, they're real spirits. And some of these spirits, these murderous ones, these absolutely dark, demonic uh, entities can indeed uh, appear. They can uh, interfere in your dreams. They can speak uh this is nothing to be playing with, and this is exactly what we're talking about with faith and demonic strongholds. You know, if this kid had the right connections and if he could have had some help here, uh, he wouldn't be facing life imprisonment or even death. Uh, he wanted to know what was happening. You know, this is exactly uh, stuff that's fed into him by the things that he was doing. There's something this kid was doing, and it'll, it'll come out. It'll come out. Um, you know, yeah. I could go I could go into his house and uh look around. I could check everything and I could tell you within a short time exactly what the problem was. We don't even need to go through that. We know what the problem was. So Folks, take care of your kids. Pray for them. Make sure you know what they're doing at all times. Don't let them roam freely on the Internet. Make sure you know who their people they're dealing with because there are demonic spirits that want to destroy your kids. Yeah, don't let them be entertained by the Internet just because you don't want to deal with them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, that that does happen a lot, and I'm on the Internet a lot because of what we do, but I'm telling you, uh, there are things other than the Internet. And uh, so at any rate, we've got about a minute left. We're going to have to get out of here, but uh, this has been a quick show today. We hope uh, and pray that uh, you'll be uh, – Praying for the persecuted church, praying for your own kids and the kids of others. Watch out around you. This is a time of uh, spiritual darkness. And as the light of the Lord, we need to be in there with faith and power, binding demonic strongholds. Amen. Well, good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. We love you. We appreciate all you do for the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. May he bless you richly. Good night, everybody. Thank you, folks. We're glad you listened. We'll see you next week. Uh, Tomorrow and the next day. Yeah, well, this one isn't going to come again until next week. week. Oh, So at any rate, we'll see you. We got to go. So long, everybody. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.